Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. The following program was recorded prior to the landfall of Hurricane Harvey. Thank you, Picker. I like hearing that song first thing here on Sunday morning. And good morning to all you listeners out there. My name is R.T. Lowe, and you're listening to For Your Information here on Cox Radio. For Your Information is a public affairs program, and we try to have someone on from the community to talk to us about things that is in their expertise, things that they are doing. And today, I have a great guest. He is a superintendent of schools for Splendor Independent School District, and his name is Dr. Jeff Burke. Do I still have you on the line, Dr. Burke? Yes, sir. You sure do. Uh, Is it okay if I call you Jeff from time to time? Absolutely. I don't mean to be too familiar with you, but uh, uh, you're one of the school districts in our areas, and I think uh, Splendor is known for being friendly. Absolutely, And and I appreciate the opportunity to be on today. Oh, it's good to have you on, uh, especially folks who are taping this as the school is preparing for Harvey. Uh, That's correct. We're in the middle of preparations. Uh, you know, the Hurricane Harvey is approaching landfall, and, and we're just trying to make sure that we have all of our processes in place, that we're communicating with our, our stakeholders and parents and community, and uh, we're ready uh, for any eventuality, and we just we just want to make sure that we communicate that out to everybody. And, of course, we'll be one of the stations that will tell you if uh, they have closures or anything. Any pertinent information, will pass that on to you during the week. Let's start out by telling us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Burke. Sure, sure thing. Uh, this is my 22nd year in education. Uh, I actually come from a family of educators. Uh, both my parents were teachers. My dad was a and a coach and, and then became an uh, elementary principal and then later an assistant superintendent in Hardin-Jefferson ISD. And my mom taught uh, fourth grade reading for uh, over 30 years. And so I certainly come by this profession honestly and, <laughs> and uh, am, am very, very thankful to be an educator. Um, I started off uh, teaching and coaching at Little Cypress Marysville in Orange, Texas uh, for seven years. I was the, high, the head basketball coach there for my last three years. Uh, and then I actually got into administration in the Dallas area uh, in 2002 and, and have been in, in several different districts uh, since that time. I uh, spent time in Argyle ISD up near uh, Denton and then uh, <clears throat> went to Anderson Shiro ISD right outside of College Station. Um, then went to Alvin ISD uh, and Georgetown ISD as an assistant superintendent. And then I was fortunate enough to come back home uh, close to home, relatively. I'm I'm from Sour Lake uh, as the superintendent in Splendor ISD. My wife is also an educator. Uh, she is currently employed at Humble ISD as an elementary teacher, and we have a two-year-old daughter. Oh, that's great! You got a nice little family going there. Yeah. We have yeah, something absolutely. in common. We're both the sons of coaches. 
there you go. <laughs> My dad was a teacher and a coach for over 40 years. So Right, and just like the, the children of many educators, I tried desperately not to be one. You know, I was <laughs> pre-med in college, and then when I when I actually went to Houston Baptist and played a year of college basketball and then uh, came back to Lamar uh, to finish my degree and, and switched my major to English um, and started coaching little dribblers, and that's that's where I found my passion. Coaches, uh, kids uh, have to share their father or their mother if their mom's coaching. Uh, they have to share them with uh, about 50 to 100 or more other students out there. So we get we get used to having a lot of stepbrothers and sisters, didn't we? <laughs> we sure do. I guess you've you've covered that pretty much. But if you don't mind, tell us about Splendor because our signal goes out of ways, and some folks may not be familiar with Splendor Independent School District. Sure thing. Uh, we're a, we're a five A district, one of the smallest five A districts in the state, uh, about uh, fifteen minutes north of uh, Kingwood. Uh, it's Kingwood, then New Caney, then us, uh, and then uh, and then Cleveland uh, on Highway 59. Uh, we have about 3,800 students. Um, we're growing at about two and a half to three percent a year. Uh, as you know, uh, Highway 99 is connected in New Caney, and we're starting to see remnants of that growth. And, and we anticipate that we're going to continue at a steady pace over the next six to seven years. Yeah, so for those that aren't familiar. 99 is a the big beltway that's been going on or going around Houston just finishing up and for Cleveland and Splendor and Huffman it's going to be bringing in a lot I think a pretty good size growth I I hope yours stays steady Cleveland's jumped 25 percent in one year yes they have and and I know that Daryl and his staff over there are doing a, a fantastic job and making sure that their community is ready for that growth. Um, I was fortunate enough to be in two pretty high-growth districts prior to coming to Splendor. In Alvin, we were growing at about 1,000 students a year. Mm. Uh, and then in, in Georgetown, we were growing by about, uh, I would say, about 300 students a year. And so I've been, like I said before, I've been fortunate to, to be um, in those districts and see some of the processes that were used. One of the most important things that we can do to prepare for that growth is to make sure that we're up to date on housing developments and, and the pace of that growth. And we work with our demographers to give us um, frequent updates on, on where we are. And we typically have, you know, three growth models that we follow. And uh, one of the issues with Pandora, not an issue, but one of the realities is, is that we don't have a lot, a lot of, uh, um, master plan communities. We have large tracts of land that are undeveloped, uh, but we're starting to see some people test the waters on some smaller developments, and so it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next three to four years. Yes, you do have some large tracts. Uh, for for a, a community so close to Houston, it's amazing how many large tracts of land you have around there. Uh, and Cleveland, of course, is facing the same thing. Uh, Splendor is in Montgomery County, which the county seat is Conroe. And, uh, of course, y'all deal a lot with the Conroe and, and the Conroe Independent School District. Is, uh, y'all butt up against that on the west side, right? We do, right. Cleveland's in Liberty County. Uh, I guess, uh, well, Kingwood and down that way, they're, they're in Harris County, right? Right. So uh, in East Montgomery County, as we affectionately call it, it's, uh, it's New Caney, Porter, and Splendora. And then as you go further west, we hit Conroe uh, on our, our western border. So, 
Uh, Splendor has grown. It's got some great facilities. You want to tell the folks a little bit about your facilities and what you have there? Sure thing. We have uh, three elementary schools, um, <clears throat> a junior high school, and then a high school. Um, so we have five campuses that we support, uh, plus your standard transportation maintenance and uh, instructional support uh, facility. Uh, Prior to my arrival here in February, the district had undertaken a long-range planning process and passed a bond uh, to uh, account for future growth. And so we are in the process of securing a site for uh, an elementary school uh, that will service an existing elementary school that we have that we're going to convert into a 5-6 campus. Oh, okay. So when that happens, uh, we, we're slated to open that elementary campus in the fall of, of 2019. And we feel that by uh, realigning some of our grade levels, uh, we'll be able to um, accommodate some of the growth in our in our secondary campuses in our junior high and high school. And so, uh, we're approaching capacity at our junior high, but but by realigning uh, fifth and sixth grade, we'll be able to alleviate some of that over not overcrowding, but alleviate some of that saturation, if you will. And uh, we are speaking with Dr. Jeff Burke. He is the superintendent of schools for Splendora ISD. And as you said, you've uh, just got a bond completed uh, recently. Just so everybody knows, when did you become the superintendent? Uh, February of this year. So I've been here about six months. Six months, and Mm -hmm. uh, you get to start school with a hurricane. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But it's okay. We, uh, you know, I think like all residents, I'm, I'm from, you know, all residents of, of this area. We're, uh, we've been through a lot of hurricanes, had a lot of hurricane scares, and and I think we uh, are ready to to face whatever comes our way, and we'll be prepared. And I think the most important thing in this is that we all pull together and we communicate. And and uh, you know, a lot of times I think um, it's every time I think it's important that you don't panic that you uh, have good processes and you stick to those processes. As we were talking about the new school that uh, you're putting up, where is that school going to be located? Uh, What's the status of uh, construction? Is it still planning or where are y'all? We're we're still in the planning uh, stages for that. We're, um, we have a couple of sites that we're working on for that. Uh, We run into some utility, uh, setbacks, uh, water and sewer, and, and so we're working through those. It will be in our Peach Creek zone, the southeastern zone of our of our community. Um, <clears throat> we, we do know that both uh, the, the sites that we're looking at now are, are all in that area, uh, but again, it's a matter of making sure that we have the uh, appropriate utilities at the, at, the, at the best cost for our taxpayers. And, and, you know, infrastructure is always tough like that. Does it look like in the areas uh, that you're moving to, they're going to have proper well? I mean, not proper, but are you having uh, wells and water systems put in? Yeah, we're, we're working with uh, uh, some of our different municipalities and, and uh, city officials to make sure that we have adequate utilities. And and like we said, Splendor is a big school district, really. It is. It's bigger than people think. You know, uh, we've, we, we're almost at 4,000 students, and, and, you know, we haven't seen quite the jump that Cleveland has. Uh, but, uh, you know, when I was growing up, I went to Hardin-Jefferson okay. uh, back in the, in the 90s. I graduated in 91, and, and I remember Splendor was either a 3A then or they were just a small 4A. And so, um, you know, just b- being on this corridor, uh, being on the 59 corridor, it, the growth will come eventually. And, 
and uh, once some of those bigger tracts of land start to be developed, uh, then we're going to see growth, I think, uh, at an exponential rate. Yes. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that new uh, uh, recreation park going to be in the district? <laughs> it is whenever it opens. Yeah, when it <laughs> I've, opens. I've heard about that. Uh, that was one of the first things I heard about when I got to the community, and and uh, we're hearing <coughs> – I'm sorry, pardon me, R.T., uh, I'm, we're hearing that uh, the water park is slated to open soon, but but until we actually see th- things go up, or we're not uh, we're not holding our breath on that. When we hope it comes, we think that'll be a great thing for our community too. Uh, but again, we're just working on what we uh, have going right now. Uh, no, you know, we're all hoping that it goes through. It, it will help y'all's tax base a little bit. Absolutely, too. it will. And speaking of, primarily, would you say that uh, it's uh, homes and residences and a few businesses is your tax yeah, base? Yeah, primarily where it's residences and homes. And so, that constitutes the majority of our tax base. If you don't mind, what are some of the things that are going on at the, say, at the elementary school level? Y'all are uh, trying to get things moved around and get straighted. I know. I hate to ask you these questions right here because you can't say a whole lot because uh, sure. you're not sure until the school starts and you get everything underway. But uh, at the elementary school level, y'all are looking for uh, – uh, how, how is it set? Let me get that straight first. Is it uh, 1 through 5 in elementary? or uh, Pre-K through 5. We have pre-K through 5 um, at uh, Piney Woods and then K through 5 at our other two campuses. Um uh, our pre-K is housed at Piney Woods, so anybody that would qualify for pre-K at, at Greenleaf or Peach Creek or bust over to, to Piney Woods. Oh, okay. So uh, <clears throat> currently what we're doing now is just monitoring numbers. Uh, when you start school, you need to, you know, you have kids that are registered, but then you always wait and see uh, who shows up. And so uh, we base our, our staffing allocations on that registration and, and prior year enrollment, and then we monitor those uh, to make sure that we're staying within our student-to-teacher ratios. Uh, and then if we have to add um, or move teachers, uh, we try to do that as early as possible so that kids uh, can develop that relationship with their teacher. And we're speaking with Dr. Jeff Burke. He's the superintendent of schools at Splendora Independent School District. And that's some of the things people don't, think of you know most of us go okay a school is a you got a classroom and you got uh, hopefully a, a place for them to play and they eat something yeah the fact is it's hard to take care of it's hard to take care of a hundred kids when you start talking hundreds of kids it is really difficult you have to have uh well you got to have transportation you got to have food and you got to have places for all this and you've got to work all that through in advance right oh absolutely that's what that's what constitutes the majority of our work uh, in the in the late spring and early summer is getting ready to open school. I'm already thinking about next year. <laughs> you know, fortunately, we have fantastic people that um, that are over some of those systems that in departments that you mentioned earlier. Uh, we're we have a very collaborative team. Uh, we have really strong principals. Uh, we communicate well. Um, you know, we we meet um, very often to make sure that we're ready and prepared and. You know, this year was a little different because we started on a Thursday, which uh, we felt like uh, many many of our folks said that this was the smoothest start to their school year ever. Uh, and we think it might be because, you know, we were able to, to be there for the first two days of school and and uh, really have our teachers focus on processes, processes and relationships with kids. And then, you know, uh, everybody had a break on the weekend, and if kids weren't, if they didn't have something, they could go get it. 
Yes. And so we just really felt like uh, starting on a Thursday would give us that, that time to just kind of start slowly and test the waters and then really start full-fledged on Monday. So uh, it was a good, smooth start. But, again, we worked very hard to prepare for that. Makes perfect sense to me. I tell you what, it's you got to get – get everybody lined up the kids you know that's the hardest thing is getting started and, and getting right, rolling right. and uh, one thing i want to get back to your uh your principles and such but uh as we said it is just starting and we want to remind everybody i'm sure of the buses on the road right and taking care of uh stop and paying attention people out there driving we have everything else on our minds but a bus and uh, kids, because y'all, have, the buses have to stop a bunch of different places, and it, it's uh, it's on us drivers to pay attention and not not take for granted that that bus is going to continue. Pay attention to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now we can talk about some of your uh, uh, principals and stuff. You want to talk about some of the leaders you have in your school? Some things sure, that you're proud is, of. Uh, we, I think, for the first time, we well, we hired a. We hired a new high school principal. We have a, a brand new high school principal this year who's been on the campus as an administrator. But uh, Miss Diana Archer uh, was a was an assistant principal for us, and and she uh, prior to that she was the head girls basketball coach, and she's uh, taking over the helm at Sonora High School this year. But uh, you know we're we're so excited to see what she can do with that campus, and um, <clears throat> and to see uh, she has a lot of potential and, and is a very very uh, strong administrator, great person. So we're excited to see what she can do there. Uh, we have consistent leadership at our other campuses. I think every principal at the other uh, four campuses has been there at least, uh, I want to say, at least three years. Oh. And so it's in this or if not three years, they're starting their third year, and that's important uh, on the campuses to have that consistency. And so, uh, you know, each principal is different, but they all have uh, uh, excellent leadership skills they're great communicators and they and most importantly they care passionately for their for their staff and for their students and actually the it's really uh it, it difficult to hold on to these uh leaders in the school when you're right next to a giant of houston independent school district that they they're more than happy to hire away anybody they can it seems like. right and, and principalship's a tough job oh my goodness yes yeah i don't think that's God bless teachers and principals and coaches because the good ones, they're called much like being a pastor or a priest, in my You're opinion. exactly right. And, you know, when we had our convocation uh, week, uh, two weeks ago, uh, Friday, we, uh, we talked about that, you know, that, that we are very much um, in, in the um, service industry, and, and, and if you don't, if you didn't choose education as a calling, then you're probably in the wrong profession. And so, because it I is a tough that. job, and it you know you, there's a lot of jobs out there that you could get paid more, and that, unfor- that's unfortunate. I'm one of those people that believe that uh, teachers and coaches uh, and and administrators can't really be paid what they're worth, but at right. least we could get closer. Right. And, of course, your end of it, you can only got the money that you can spend on these teachers and, and such, and it's good to have people that are dedicated and will do the work for you. Absolutely. Uh, can you tell us about 
some of the things that's going on at the high school? Uh, I know that you're just getting started, but you do have a, the volleyball program's got to be going and the football program, and you've got a great facility out there for the football program. Oh, yeah. We just we just uh, did a lot of renovations to our uh, athletic facilities, uh, new turf field last year. Um, uh, <coughs> sorry, the new bleachers and, and facility equipment at the softball and baseball fields, new tennis courts. Uh, new parking uh, for our uh, athletic facilities, and so um, we're excited for this year. You know, jumping up to 5A was it was tough. Uh, being the smallest district in the state uh, in the 5A classification is always a, a difficult jump. But our kids competed. Our coaches are uh, we have we have great coaches that are very committed. Um, football is about to start. We have a scrimmage tonight. At, this is on a Thursday, so we have a scrimmage at four o'clock tonight against Orangefield. And then our first game is next Friday, uh, weather permitting, um, against uh, Tarkington. And we host Tarkington on that Friday night, and it's the Battle of the Bell. And this will be my first Battle of the Bell, uh, a rivalry game uh, here in Splendora. So, That'll be uh, September 1st, right? September 1st, yes. And uh, we're excited for that, but uh, volleyball's doing well. Uh, we have cross-country going on, um, you know, and, and the uh, – one of the things that I do want to talk about specifically uh, that we have going on in our district is, you know, one of our big focuses in Splendor ISD, probably our biggest focus is making sure that we have positive, appropriate relationships between, you know, our, our educators and our kids and our the, the kids and each other. And so we're really working hard to make sure that we have intentional processes that we use. And so our junior high campus just went through uh, uh, campus-wide training on capturing kids' hearts uh, that really helps them put processes into place to help kids build uh, good relationships. And so we're seeing a lot of dividends from that. Our coaches uh, at the high school, coaches, fine arts teachers, and CTE teachers all attended something called Coaching Greatness, mm. uh, where they work on their leadership skills and their intentionality. And so we've spent a lot of time working on our people. Uh, and continuing to, you know, they're, they're the greatest resource that we have, our kids and our, our, our teachers. And so we want to make sure that we're putting our resources towards uh, cultivating our people and, and growing them. And, and in fact, our mission for this year is cultivating exceptional people. And so we want to make sure that everything that we do in Slendor is exceptional and that we, we have our relationships at the heart of it all. And you brought up something in I've been kind of uh, out of the loop for a while, and all sure. my kids are, well, i got grandkids now, so wow. that gives you an idea. Okay. Uh, uh, is junior high still the the, the difficult, I, I hate to use the term, but the breakover area where you, you kind of leave the basic childhood behind and they're, they're becoming adults? Is that still the hardest area to get uh, communication with the st- students and, and teachers? Oh, well, no, I think our, our junior high uh, staff does a fantastic job, and I, but you mentioned it. I think it, it very much is a, a transition year for our kids, you know, going from the elementary campus, uh, you know, and, and becoming a little bit more self-sufficient and having a little bit more choice and autonomy and uh, a little bit more freedom and of course, you have all the hormones going on in junior high, and so, uh, uh, that's true. you know, but uh, it's, it's a quirky it's a quirky uh, time of uh, in a in a kid's life, and and uh, but our our teachers are really uh, fantastic, and they they care a lot about what they do, and and uh, you know every level of of uh, schooling has its its own challenges and unique opportunities, and junior high is just one of those one of those uh, one of those uh, challenges, I guess. 
In a good way. And we're speaking with Dr. Jeff Burke. He is the superintendent of schools for Glendora Independent School District. This is his first full year starting out with Splendora, well-established uh, superintendent. And uh, I think Splendora is pretty lucky to have been able to pull uh, you in and get to, get you uh, to agree to being hired here. Oh, I'm just uh, very, very thankful for the opportunity. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, my wife is from the uh, Montgomery area, and I'm from Sour Lake, and, and uh, we're just really happy to be able to find um, – this opportunity this close to, to our families and and uh you know growing up in in Hardin jefferson isc and and having the one high school town uh, i think that's such a unique um a unique setting and and having come from two districts with multiple high schools i'm, I'm really happy to be here and, and the community is fantastic uh, the district had great things in place prior to my arrival and so we're just trying to get better every day and uh continue to work on on our communication, but I'm, I'm, I'm really, really thankful that, that I have the opportunity to serve here. Uh, what were some of the things that brought you, made you feel like you wanted to serve at uh, Splendora? Well, you know, when, uh, when, when I was in Georgetown, I had a, uh, we, we, um, had just had our first child. Um, and you know, my wife was teaching there too. And, and you know we we naturally felt the pull to be back closer to to our family and uh, and I at that point thought that hey you know what I think I might be ready to to become a superintendent because I was an assistant superintendent in Georgetown and uh, you know <clears throat> I wanted the challenge and that's one of those things be careful what you ask for right yeah but uh, you know I I uh, I didn't apply anywhere else I applied at Splendora right. uh, came in for an interview and and really you know when I came in I I had the attitude that, hey I've got a really good job in Georgetown I enjoy what I do we enjoy living here uh, but let me you know I was fortunate enough to get an interview with Splendora and so I came down and spoke with the board and and really connected with the board um, felt like they had really good things going on and uh, was excited to get called back for a second interview. Uh, and then came back and and uh, interviewed again, and <clears throat> and then was offered the the job. And and I just think it's one of those things where it was meant to be because um, you know I just feel a real connection to this community. And you know, growing up so close, uh, didn't we? Splendora was never in our district, and so we didn't really compete against them in many things. But it, it shares a lot of the same characteristics and and uh, you know in what I was used to growing up. And I feel like that's. That's what I. That's what I wanted for my family, for me, and is to be able to have that that community that that, that uh, And we're going to change one day. We'll 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 get another high school somewhere down the road. But I think right now we just have a unique opportunity to really do some things that that uh, that bigger school districts may not be able to pull off. And so uh, I think it's a really good fit. And when I came to interview, that's what I was looking for a really good fit. Well, I'm sure that uh, the the folks in Splendor are happy to have you all the the feedback I've heard of course has been positive everybody's uh, real pleased uh we've got about a minute or a half here is there something that I should have brought out that I didn't is there something you'd like to talk about no I think we've covered a covered a wide range of things today RT I, I just uh you know I think one of our major focuses uh moving forward is is to continue to work on our communication uh, continue to engage our community and our parents and our students to ask them how we can get better. Um, <clears throat> you know, feedback is very important to us and to our culture, and so we want to make sure that we're honoring that. 
Uh, and so I would say be on the lookout. One thing I do want to mention uh, that I'm glad you brought that up was um, we are starting for the first time in, in Splendor ISD history. We're, we're starting our own education foundation. Oh. And so that uh, we're in the process of working with some folks to get that going. Uh, and the, the purpose of that foundation would be to help to would be to help support our teachers in, uh, in their classrooms and to start some innovative teaching ideas and, and help grow our new teachers and, and really uh, provide just another resource uh, for our for our school district uh, so that our teachers can continue to grow and learn as well so that our kids can be served better. Well, I'm sure everybody's looking for good things from you in the Splendor Independent School District. Uh, we'll check back with you uh, later on, maybe midway through the year or, or at least by the end and, and see how things have gone. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time, and I know you're busy, and I appreciate you taking the time to be on my program today sure thing i really appreciate rt thanks for having me on folks my name is rt low and the first sunday of every month i host for your information here on cox radio if you're having an event this is for nonprofit events something of interest to the community i'd like to help share that information send the information to r period t period l o w e at cox c o x inc i n c Dot com. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in to the Cox Radio here. And Picker, key up that flat top, take us on home. I want to remind our listeners that the previous program with Dr. Burke was recorded prior to the landfall of Hurricane Harvey. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.